Welcome back to another episode of Cream Crew. Cream Crew. So, boys, how's it going? Another amazing week passing by. In the books. The days, they, they get shorter. Time moves by quicker. I get older. And the girls stay the same age. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. I, I don't like that man's whole vibe. <clears throat> Matthew Matthew McKinney? I feel like it's very constructed. It's Texan. Matthew McConaughey. It's, He's an it's, original, original Texan boy. Uh, yeah, but something about it is, makes me suspicious. I don't... Don't fuck with it. I feel like it's not entirely... I just feel like he's got skinned people in his fucking basement. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I, I guess you could go with a sort of Scottish bent on that. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. It does. I guess that is a Scottish surname. Yeah, it's a Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. That's not an, actually not a bad Scottish <laughs> accent. I find Scottish accents really hard to do. They're super, weird. super, super hard to do. Especially like, ex- especially like stringing together an improvised sentence. It's like impossible. Yeah. It's kind of wish the Romans had to just push that little bit further and put them in the ocean. <laughs> ah! Weren't they just uh, <laughs> barbarians then, though? Were they too afraid? Were they pussies? Yeah, basically, they uh, they tried to do excursions in there and they're like, nah, this is, this is too much. These guys are too crazy. And then they built Hadrian's Wall, which was to separate where the Romans felt safe. From the Scots, it was the Roman was that, Chinese Wall. Was that that? Uh, was that in that cool Channing Tatum movie? You guys remember I that never, one? I never saw that. Much as it looked very good, <laughs> I never saw that. I, don't I think, think he I just had an up. American accent too. He was an American centurion. I'm an American. In, yeah, I yeah, am Roman. I'm a centurion. <laughs> we got to go get our eagle back. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. What's, it was what's called m- the eagle. What's more American than that? Yeah, they're big golden eagle. That the. <laughs> I need my golden eagle. What I wouldn't have given for him to try and say some of the like names of Italian cities in his fucking accent. The fight scenes were kind of cool in that movie, but yeah. What, what movie are you talking about? It's 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 the it's Channing Tatum's like a centurion captain, and they go to England to try to yeah. get their golden eagle banner but you don't remember the title back i think it may have literally been like the eagle or something Dos yeah, but, eagle. It's, but it's them versus uh what like druids so how, how long ago like, was this uh, is it jupiter ascending this no, maybe it's called the eagle it's called the eagle is it actually the eagle but yes yeah, it it's him versus like the saxons and they they're covered in like white and blue paint whoa it's pretty sick that's one of those movies which I thought was like pretty, pretty awesome when I was 10 years old and saw it in theaters. When it's, you were, again, I, it's one of those movies. But I don't, I, I don't think held 10, up at Don, all. you were like, you were like 18 years old when this movie came out. When I was seven no, years old. Awesome. So wait, that would have been like, yeah, 12 years ago. Excuse me. Excuse me, Mary. It's a girl you liked in fucking early college. Mary, can I finger your pussy at the Eagle premiere tonight? The Eagle. I'd like Don to take you to the Eagle and finger no your pussy. No way, dude. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have taken his eyes off the screen for one second. Stop trying to touch me. Hmm. It, uh, okay, stop we, it. We, even still, when I was 18, I liked Transformers. 
I didn't, uh, I, didn't, so. I didn't grow my discernment until maybe six or seven years later. I do love that in your head you were 11 years old when well, this movie yeah. came out. Well, I was I mean, a newborn, fresh out. from the womb. Because <laughs> right now, as a, as a 30 year old, I'm 22 in my head. Yeah. There's, there's this time dilation that's do you feel? Do you, you feel 22 years old in your head? I think uh, with how with how slow and corrupt your body is, you feel twenty two. I feel like you'd feel like you're fifty, sixty no, years not, old, maybe. No, no, no. It's it's oh. not about that's that's too holistic a self image. It's it's mm. more about um your kind of like psychological identity. You know, like I'm I'm still a child that makes cartoons for a living. I have this fake job. You know, one of I feel one of Channing Tatum felt the same. 30. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, I he was running around the forest playing with wooden swords. What I mean? So, yeah. I couldn't believe I got that role when I was seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for that and being like, that looks fucking stupid. Like, everything this, about this film should make me want to watch it, but it looks dumb. You know? Didn't well, this because just the come Italian out be ancient soldier didn't have a British accent, but an American one instead. I feel like this came out right at the tail end of when people were giving a fuck about like Roman and Greek shit. Like when like uh, the Alexander the Great movie came out, Troy, and then Clash of the Titans. And then like this feels like the very tail end of that. Gladiator. Gladiator. Gladiator <clears throat> kind of kicked us all off though, didn't it? I w it won the Oscar and then everyone's like, we got to do a Greek movie. We got to do a Roman movie. Buy the rights yeah, to the Odyssey quick. Yeah, they just in immediately start putting out bangers like clash of the titans yeah the the never forgettable clash of the titans the definitely <laughs> the, the the clash of the titans that people still reference to this day yeah what a what a garbage fucking i guess that was probably that was probably the most disappointing movie I ever saw in theaters i'm pretty sure well yeah again you're no, like, oh no, my no. god it's gonna it's like a pitch that should not be possible to go wrong it's like there's yeah then be you monsters, fight medusa like, and then you yeah. fight yeah all this kind of shit yeah, and then so, and I don't get, I don't get it. Don't Remember the it. fucking weird like shaman dude that was in that movie? He looked like he looked like a tree alien that had no lines, and he just gets. Do you remember him at all? It was like the fucking goofiest design. I don't remember any of it. Not a single fucking thing. All I remember is like some sort of sand monster coming he, out of the sand. He, he looked so fucking stupid and well, it, it's like in theory you're like, oh, that's kind of a cool costume, but then you see him like running. <laughs> You're like, this looks super, super fucking dumb here. I'm putting in the general chat. And then, yeah, I'm pretty sure he just gets like a fucking spear thrown through his chest and he just crumbles. Like That's all that happens to him. I mean, if it, if it was like, you know, didn't look like cheap rubber, it's kind of a cool design. That's what I said. In theory, you look at it and you're like, oh, that's kind of a cool costume. And But then you see him like running around and they made his eyes glow. I'm pretty sure. Uh... Or something like that. It was just so stupid. What would your, if you were making a Greek movie, what would it be? I would do Oedipus Rex. That's just like an A24 <laughs> movie waiting to happen. That's, yeah, that's fair. Oedipus Rex fucking Probably do rules. pretty well too. I'd, and, I, and I would do the first penetrating uh, sex scene that's in theaters and it'd be an actual mm -hmm. sex and it's with the guy. But, but then in, in later in the movie, you find out that it's his mom because that's the big reveal in Oedipus Rex, and then he gouges out his eyes. So I'd do the longest sex scene, and it has the hardest payoff ever. What's the hardest payoff? He fucking... He, he finds out but that it's his mom, would, and then he... Everyone oh, would I get know. what you're saying. I get what you're saying. That's true. 
No, not no, everybody. You, yeah, everyone knows the Oedipus story. Not everybody Oedipal. knows the fucking Oedipus Rex story, no, no, th- dude. This, dude, this this is what you do. You you find you find a real weird guy to play Oedipus, and then you get him to actually fuck his mom, Don Gregor. I cast you. But then you but then you keep that under wraps until like. How would he not know his mom? No, 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 no. He knows, but you don't, the media doesn't get to know until like four months after the theatrical run. Right. And then it's like this huge, crazy thing. Mm. You, You surge your sales for streaming and you get an Oscar. You think you'd yeah, get an Oscar for that? I'm pretty sure you would be. I think that you get the Oscar first, and then you let people know. And then people are like, "Oh fuck, we just gave a we gave an award to some incest bullshit." Well, we didn't know. We had no idea. You know what I mean? Why is your uh, who's representing your film with this very Jewish accent? Me, mine. <laughs> Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. We had no idea. Harvey Weinstein is definitely from jail. Yeah, he's like, "All right, fine, I'll sign off on your movie." Yeah, Mirror Max is on board. Don't forget who signed off on this. Weinstein Company fighted this gym. Now get me out of this box. What's he say? <laughs> I you want call, out. You call, you call the movie just Rex. You keep it nice and classy, and then people so don't know. No do you think that? Well, right. do you think that? I feel like these. Would you just call it Oedipus then, instead of instead of Rex? No, I feel like because Oedipus. because the whole because if the you're whole trying to make it a reveal, yeah, it, yeah. And like, oh wait, yeah. this is that Oedipus thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so if you do oh, no, Rex, no, no, here's if you do here's Rex, what you do, do. You do if you do Rex, do you have it be the trailers are all like dinosaur themed? <laughs> Some people sit down, they're like, "What the fuck am I watching?" <laughs> I thought I was gonna go see a dinosaur movie. It, uh, to be fair. If you did the whole movie kind of like in CG and it was about a, a young dinosaur that fucks its mother, that's kind oh. of a fresh take on the whole Oedipus Rex. Yeah, it's just lame. Right. I'd rather just watch the, the the human version. I always hate the animal spinoff bullshit. Well, well with with the that's human version, time, maybe right? you do this. You just you just get a regular ass actor that can mm. kind of get asses and seats. He doesn't have to be a weird guy. Right? And Matt then, Damon. Matt Damon. And then okay, and then unbeknownst to Matt Damon, you go to his mom and offer her seventy million dollars to let her son if you fuck have, her on camera. If you let and your then, son come inside you, we'll give yeah, you seventy yeah. million dollars. And then what you, you do her up with makeup so we can't tell for that scene somehow. There's just no way with makeup. She <laughs> no, just no, has no, like, well, she just I, when you say that it makes me think like no, she no, just no, has no. like well, big well, blush and like red no, lips. Like, 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 <laughs> who is this woman? Don't worry about it, man. Just take it. Don't worry about it, sweetie. Just Get in there fuck and take her. it. Just fuck her. You just you yeah. do a Serbian film and you just like give him bull testosterone and he goes into a fucking blind <laughs> rampage and starts having sex with everything. All right, now yeah. answer your mom. <laughs> Who? I, I mean, I yeah. mean Sarah Jessica Parker. You're having sex with Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> and it just gives the mom like like a nose and yes, wakes him up shadow. Just puts on a literal Bojack Horseman mask. <laughs> there she is. Take her. She's in her Armani shorts. Pull him down. These are Hanes. He's like, this is Hanes men underwear. It's like his mom's this big fucking white trash. <laughs> Wears men's Hanes underwear. Give Just me, like my mama. Up here. <laughs> Just a big fucking, one of those silly Halloween, like spirit Halloween horse masks and some big baggy yeah. Hanes. Can you, that would yeah. be so, that'd be such a tough watch on set, wouldn't it? I feel like everyone would come in that day. <laughs> Who's directing no, no, it? No, Who's nobody, directing it? Nobody knows except the director and the producer. Who's who directing it, heard from. Cronenberg, surely. No, no, no. Yes. It's got to be so, a respectable. So weird like that. It's got to be somebody yeah. who can actually make money in the box office. 
Like, are we talking Bill like Bugs. a Scorsese? Are we talking Oliver Stone? Are we talking Christopher Nolan? It's, it's Steven Spielberg. I wouldn't trust Steven Spielberg to actually do a good sex scene. Like, I need somebody who has some of that edge. Mm. Steven Spielberg like would try to hide some, of, some of that. Some of that A twenty four edge. It could be. You, I, I would even trust Scorsese to do this right. Mm -hmm. You think? He's, Oh, he's done a lot of sleazy kind of stuff before, but he does it right. St Steven would like, it'd be like silhouettes. And you'd be like, Steven, stop being such a fucking pussy and show that <laughs> cock going into his mom's pussy real quick. He's like, oh God, I'm scared. <laughs> this isn't what we did on Jaws. And I fucking take one of his Oscars and I beat him over the head with it. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. I'm Steven Spielberg. I'm, I'm Steven Spielberg. I'm so scared. Oh, God. Oy vey, Maria. Oh, God. I can't even believe. I don't even want to do this picture. The only way I'm doing Steven Spielberg is if he has a gun to the back of his head. He's afraid. <laughs> You're never having a career in Hollywood after this episode drops, bro. Why is that? Oh, no reason. <laughs> Why, dude? Why are you trying to twist my words? I'm just, just trying to. That's just what he sounds like. That's just the way it is. That's just what happens in Hollywood. That's what they all sound like over there. It's just a regional accent. I don't know what to say. It's a regional accent. Yeah. The city of angels, my friend. The city of angels. So you're saying, so you want Spielberg to direct it, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm even talking myself out of Martin Scorsese. I'm trying to think. Christopher Nolan would probably, I feel like Christopher Nolan might do a good job, but I feel like, you know who, you know who would be the I, worst person for this is J.J. Abrams, B-tier, mm -hmm. Steven Spielberg. Actually, if anything, ooh, actually, now I'm just talking to myself into it. If J.J. Abrams think he, thinks he has something to prove and he's like, this is what's going to get me separated from Steven Spielberg. And he goes and he does like the greasiest, slimiest fucking fuck scene between a son and a mom ever. Could you imagine that? Yeah, he's making a real statement with statement piece with this. I don't think that he, I, well, I think that he thinks he is. And that's, that's where we get our gold. He feels like he has something to prove. I, mm. I kind of like it. I kinda, Breaking away from the J.J. Abrams shit. Rex. Do you think, yeah. but do you think he would try and like, uh, skirt his style, or would he lean into it? Like, are we getting lens flares? Are we getting that? Oh, we're definitely getting lens flares. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we got that, candles that's a with lens flares. Yeah, there's candles you know? with lens flares. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> there's some type of sci-fi element in this film. Like the Sphinx is like a robot, probably. Um, but that's fine. That's but see, the, but the thing is, like, you you have to lose part of your vision just so you could be if he's sitting there he's like i don't know i mean her she, look how hairy she is down there and i'm like steven and i can i'm the i'm the producer and i'm poking his back and i'm like i'm like uh jj steven we can give him a call and he'll do it like right now so if you don't think you can handle it and he's like no i can handle it i can handle it you know what i mean and then now he's he's like your little puppet you could actually probably tell him like no you don't want to do that you want to do this you're like the devil on the shoulder he's going to be easily you know, manipulated. You don't think that uh, seeing as this is his big breakout, I'm I'm as good as everyone else piece, he wouldn't be a real diva director? No, no, no. I think that he, you have to convince him on this pitch. And then it's not that he's better than everybody else because he's had box office success. No, he but just needs to, to get out artist. of it. You play into that insecurity. Like, look, you, you're, not, you're exactly. not a fucking artist, JJ. He no, makes no, Star you, Wars. You're no, it's just literally Spielberg. It's just this haunting shadow that's over him. So as mm -hmm. long as he can beat Spielberg, he wins. So we're just like, we're not looking for, you know, we're looking for Oscar gold. 
right? You know, we, I mean, I feel like you could really manipulate him that way. You're rubbing his shoulders in this trailer. He's like watching his Star Trek movies probably on like his iPad. He's like, yeah, God, he's, I, I remember making this movie. Is what he says. He, he's immediately transported back to his tiger mom Jewish upbringing <laughs> where the other Jewish kids are just doing so much better than him. Yeah, they're all playing Star Wars, but he likes Star Trek. <laughs> I don't. I just not, the, <laughs> not the direction I was going at all, but yeah, oh. okay. <laughs> what direction were you going? I, I thought I thought that uh, like whole culture was super education focused and shit, you know, kind of kind of similar to the Asian vibe where like, oh, well, Maurice across the road, I hear he's blah, blah, blah. You're not as good as him kind of. Oh, thing. I see. So it's like, oh, you're supposed to. It's like they're trying to fit you into like a successful whatever. Exactly. I see. Yeah. OK, yeah. well, I, that's I will too. be. I will be honest. I'm I don't know that much about Jewish culture. I could just be entirely wrong. You know, I have a, I have a sneaking suspicion that a lot of things that you know about it are from uh, stereotypes and movies is what I would have to, is, is what I would imagine. Yeah, I have nothing but a 24 hour loop of uncut gems playing in my office at all times. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack 80% of my day as I put on uncut gems on a 24 hour loop. Yeah, I'm like, these people are kind of gross. Some, something about this is really offensive. <laughs> you know what's bad about you know what's bad about this is that there's so many different kinds of people that movie that it's like that you you could you could literally I don't know I feel like anybody could get offended at this point. Like I feel like yeah you have like the basketball players you have fucking yeah Kevin Garnett you have like fucking sleazy like Italian New Jersey or like New York and then you have like yeah the like jewelers the Jewish jewelers. Yeah, Uncut Gems does feel like it was made by Kanye West. Did you guys ever see their other, the Safety Brothers' other film, uh, Good Time? No, I don't with know. What Robert, you're with about. Robert Pattinson, it's really fucking good. What's it called? Oh, Good Times. I'm pretty sure. Or I've yeah. heard about that, but I haven't seen it. Was that also H24? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Is it Good Times or what the fuck am I thinking of? Maybe it's yeah, not. it's Good Maybe, Time, it? 2017. Okay, yeah. It's kind of the, both the both the Safety Brother movies, like Uncut Gems and Good Time, are like both like just super fucking intense, like anxiety attack kind of movies. Like, I fucking hate Uncut Gems, dude. If it's anything <clears throat> like that, I can't watch it. I when I first watched it, I really didn't like Uncut Gems, but it's it's grown on me. I think it's because whenever I watch Good Time, I think I appreciated Uncut Gems more. I literally mm. to to the they. It seems like one of the um, directors of that film was to try and make you feel like uh, anxious the whole time, whatever, right? Yeah. Like the, the, mm -hmm. the soundtrack is too loud, like everything about it. The editing, edge. the cut, yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking hated it. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's a crazy sensory kind of fucking thing. Like your I think the, sensory uh, one. I think the mix, the mix is just obnoxious. Yeah. It is. It the is. way the volume's too, yeah, the music is too loud and you can't like hear anyone talking. I'd be curious yeah. what you thought of Good Time. Did you ever see that? Hmm. Did they do try and do the same thing? Uh, no, like, I don't think the mix is as crazy. It definitely is like a, like a thrill ride the whole time or like you're on your like, it's supposed to be like you're kind of like escaping with these people. So it's kind of like you're bouncing between stuff, kind of like Uncut Gems too. It's like there's stakes and it's like you're, the, the stakes are always really high. It feels like that, but it's... um. I don't know. It, it, it's just, it's kind of, it's a little different. Also Cronenberg's in it too. So 
That's kind of cool. You, did you not want... Serious question. Did you not want Adam Sandler to die in Uncut Gems? No, you definitely do. You definitely do. He's not... There, there's no advocating for him. And then, like, when he does, like, win at the end, it's like, in a way, you're happy because the tension's over. And then when he gets shot in the face, you're like, oh, that makes sense. I don't think that there's anything in the movie that's anywhere saying that like oh these are good people or like this is like good shit i think it's oh, just an easy, interesting easy it's just a, no i stand by what i say the uh <laughs> but i think it's like it's just interesting where it's like all of these like horrible things toppling over each other and how this one guy adam sandler's character is like scamming like three different facets of people and it's just interesting to see how they all come together and stuff and it's fun. I like it. They, they, I just think the Safety brothers do it well. I actually, I felt kind of bad when he got shot. Like I was, I was. It was like you said, like you're happy that he get, that it's over and that he's like kind of won, you know? Yeah, I think so, that so all Adam the anxiety falls away, and then I'm like, I think oh, that it's well, no, like, all the anxiety was for nothing because he just gets blasted in the face. I think whenever he gets blasted in the face too, I think Adam Sandler's performance is really good. I like Adam Sandler as an actor a lot. He's very goofy mm-hmm. in this movie, and he's like, he has that big fucking stupid smile the whole time, and he's just kind of like this like kind of just crazy character. So when he does get shot at the end, it does feel like almost like a dog getting put down in front of you or something like that. Is how it felt to me. Mm-hmm. Like you, you almost feel like oh he doesn't know what he's doing, but at the same time that's like the character playing you, the viewer too. Like oh it's not my fault, blah blah blah, all this kind of sh- bullshit. You're saying that you you're kind of uh, you're wearing Adam Sandler as a skin. No, he's saying you're caught no. up in you're caught up in his scam, just in like his the lie. Other characters. Yeah, you're kind of like you're kind of rooting for him, like when he wins at the end. But it, but I, it's I, I think that that's sort of a sleight of hand because it's more like. The anxiety shit is over, you know. Okay, finally, he won all the money. It, like it's all good, you know. I could not keep suspending disbelief when he started <laughs> fucking Julia Fox. As soon as that happened, he I was, was like, I can no longer empathize with this character in any way. No, he bought you, her. You didn't like when he's sitting there and he's just like, "God, God, baby, if I, your tits, let me look at your pussy." In the text, let me look at your giant fucking. G- g- <laughs> she was so fucking hot in the movie. It's unbelievable. And also that movie's funny too because oh, the no, weekend every time the weekend's on camera he says the like cringiest fucking shit. She's like in the bathroom with him. She's like, "Guy, what are you doing?" And he's like, uh, "He's like, God, baby, Jesus, you're making my dick so hard, baby." That's how the, that's how the weekend sounds. God, you're making my dick so hard. my cock. You're making my cock so fucking hard, baby, for real. Oh, Jesus, I guess it is, isn't it? And then Adam Sandler shows up and he's like, he's like, "Hey." Get out of that bathroom! <laughs> 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 I'm glad we're all going down on this one. And, uh, <laughs> it's just spreading it around. <laughs> did you uh, did you watch the Idol at all, Hunter? Yeah, I watched it. This dog shit, it, terrible. It, was that was that was that A twenty four was that HBO? Yeah, it's A twenty four. It's the same guy who did uh, Euphoria. Sam Levinson, oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Sam Levinson. That Euphoria, dude. I don't. Yeah, I'm too. Euphoria. This is one of those markers where they're like, oh, I'm too old. The I don't even know about that. I think that to me, Euphoria is 
there's so many beautifully shot scenes. Like it's a beautiful looking show, but then I am not the demographic for that show. You know what I mean? Like it's like, it's like a millennial women want to watch that show. Cause the entire time I was watching it, I was like, why would I care at all about a 15 year old drug addict? And like, if, if like this, if, if people are cheating on each other in high school, who I, who cares who in the fuck cares? Also, that's like another one of those kind of shows too, where it's like the main character is so irredeemable that you're just like, it kind of, it had the same feeling where it's like Bojack Horseman or something where it's like, oh my God, how many times are we going to watch this person make the same fucking mistakes and like act like we care kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's just grading. And I know some people like that kind of shit, but I just, for me, it's just like, it gets exhausting, like just really fucking exhausting. I think it is like an incredibly, and I know this isn't exactly news, but it's incredibly vapid i feel like it thinks it's saying stuff and trying really hard to have some sort of like message or social commentary or any of that shit but i literally think it's just an extended like tiktok reel it's it's just complete like visuals over substance in every straight that's I mean, yeah. the, the whole thing that's and like i think that with with the idol I think it just like also proves that, that guy who made Euphoria, because even with Euphoria, you're like, oh, this is gratuitous sex for the sakes of selling it to people to like as like candy. So you're like, oh, this show's good, but really, it's, you're just titillated by the amount of like boobs, drugs, and stuff going on. And the Idol is the exact same thing, except it's ten million times worse. And it's trying to have, it's trying to have this like fake message of like who's really using who kind of thing, and like the price of fame and all this kind of stuff. But it's so that message is so diluted and it's so non-existent. Whenever the entire show is just continuous long sex scenes for the sake of just being like, isn't this hot? And that's all that it is. That's like, that's the only thing I got out of it was like the director or whatever being like, yeah, I mean, we're selling sex to the audience the same way that they sell sex as like pop icons. And it's like, wow. It's another thing that you <laughs> say to me sometimes where it's like, when we think of ideas and you're like, oh, like a 13 year old probably could have written this. Or it's like a 13 year old's thought. You know what I mean? Don't make me sound like too much of an asshole. <laughs> What it's not mean? like Hunter sends me scripts and I'm like, boring, stupid, hey, idiot, we're not in no. fucking grade school anymore. No, no, not, not that. I'm saying that even times we'll, we'll be sitting there riffing on ideas. And even sometimes you've said it too. You're like, oh, I feel like it's too, like, it's like surface level or it's like too, like, oh, anybody could have thought of this. And it's fun, yeah. but it's eh. Euphoria, it's that kind of vapid, no, no, no substance, flash gets, substance only. Yeah, no, no stupid overlay. I will HBO, say though, like, eight twenty four don't know anything. Should just go over to YouTube true, and type in flash kits. <laughs> flash kits, that's right. <laughs> but I was gonna say, I something that remind you reminded me of talking about that shit where it's like, um, oh, we're selling sex to the audience, just like the character, blah blah blah. You know that Pam and Tommy show? I can't remember if I said this before. Yeah, it's the exact it's, same it's, thing. It's like Pamela Anderson's sex tape, right? That's what that show's about. Yeah. And the whole thing with Pamela Anderson's sex tape is it was distributed against her will and shown to fucking everybody. And like, it's this horrible thing that happened mm -hmm. to this woman, right? Understandably. Mm -hmm. But I can't see the massive difference. Well, see, that's in, what I'm saying is it, the show is doing the exact same thing. It, the show the is a sex tape, but like they, they found a woman who looks exactly like her, exactly mm -hmm. like her. And then they're like, okay, now we're gonna use our fuck like our fucking 8K cinema cameras 
and have all this <laughs> slow-mo with you like riding this dick. Whereas the original tape, it's like, I, I went and watched it. I was like, okay, well, it's in the, the climbed up version. What's, what's the real one like? Because, you know, I took the message from the show. <laughs> They're like, yeah. this is terrible. And I'm like, I got to go see that. Which is the other irony is I bet that's almost what everyone yeah. fucking did. Oh, 100%. It was the same thing with like Wolf of Wall Street at the end where it's just like, you shouldn't do this. Everyone's like, I want to get into the stock market immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the original tape is like way less severe apart from obviously it's really her. That's the part that uh -huh. is the separation. Well, it's funny too is that they tried with that show too to be like, we're telling it her story. And it's like, not only are you like, not only does that feel like a lie, but now it feels like, you know, because the sex scene or the sex tape, it's one time. And this, you see her exploited and like humiliated on like so many different fronts. <laughs> and then now it's like, oh, and she also had a struggling acting career. And it's like, oh, wow, yeah. she what also a cool sucks. afterthought. Yeah. She's also really bad at what she wants to be good at. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, shouldn't, isn't, doesn't she, I bet she feels real fucking stupid. Anyways, here's the actress's tits again, and she's getting fucked by Tommy Lee, Motley Cruz drummer <laughs> in the early, like late 90s, early 2000s. That's a fucking achievement. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I cynically, I, I feel like the, the people making this stuff aren't stupid enough to like not fully know that that's the case. Well, I think that they definitely do. They def they they know what they're doing. The problem with it too is they just know that it's gonna like you're gonna fucking uh, you're just gonna make a hand over you know you're just gonna make a shit ton of money basically. Like it's gonna yeah, sell. I was, yeah. Sex sell. I was watching every episode because I wanted to see them big boobies. So it's true. I, I lost interest whenever it was. It got into like Seth Rogen's arc where it's like, oh, he was in a porno thing or something. And I was like, who cares? Like, what the fuck is this? There was like some funny moments where like Tommy Lee's dick talks or whatever. And like, that's like, oh, okay. I guess that's silly. But all in all, I just didn't think it was, it just thought it was a pretty forgettable show. Yeah. No, I thought that the, if the, like in comparable around the same time, I'm pretty sure that came out. And then I watched that um, Camille and Johnny when he did, uh, he was in the Chippendale show. And I thought the Chippendale show was pretty good. Oh, yeah, I don't know what you're it? talking about. It looks it's a funny concept <coughs> and I guess a real story, right? Yeah, it's like an interesting real story. That's <laughs> yeah. like a that's like an interesting thing about exploitation and stuff. And like also they do a good job about making the guy who ran it and stuff like he becomes like a good monster. It's it's I thought it was really good. It also has this actor that I like a lot too. He's been in the first season of White Lotus, and he was also in the last of us season the episode three with Nick Offerman. He plays a lot of games. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, he's, he's fucking awesome. He's a really great actor. I've been really enjoying <laughs> his performances and stuff. Every time he's in shit, I try to sorry? check it out. Was that? Which actor, sorry? I'm trying to find his name. I can't, I can't if I didn't. Murray, uh, that's what it is. Murray Bartlett is his name. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he was in The Last of Us, the Chippendales thing, and he's in White Lotus. He's just, he's like really fucking good. I just like everything he's in, I've been checking out, and he's oh, always really good. Oh, this was the gay guy in Last of yeah. Us. Yeah, he's Frank in Last of Us, and then he he was like one of the business guys with Camille and Johnny and Chippendales, and then in White Lotus, he was like the resort manager who like fucking has a meltdown by the end of the season, which the White Lotus was like, it's a show that I feel like I should have liked, but I didn't like as much as I thought I would. But I did like that guy's character a lot in it. Like, I thought he was really good. 
that Last of Us episode was like, just kind of came out of nowhere. Very well done. Obviously. Oh God, I was fucking teary eyed by the end of it. I thought it was <laughs> extremely beautiful. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think in a vacuum, it was obviously like, it was probably honestly the best episode in that si- oh, series. But easily. Like, it, the, it, the, you know why is that? Because it's not to catch you off, but it felt so, it was like such a different take on like a dystopian thing where it's like, oh, people found like their paradise in this like apocalyptic timeline. You know what I mean? And yeah. then you got to, in like the sways and struggles they all had felt earned and believable. And then by the time the payoff happened, it felt it was like good. It wasn't like a shitty ending to their story. Because I feel like a lot of people, they would have been like, oh, somebody comes in and they kill them. They murder them in front of them. You know what I mean? Or something like that. Mm. So it kind of or feels even, like they they went out their own way kind of thing. Or even when he's like Nick Offerman's playing the piano and you're like, oh, this guy's going to hit around the back of the head. He shouldn't mm-hmm. have trusted him, blah, blah, blah. And then it doesn't. And in fact, it turns out they're like, you know, pursued for each other. But what was perplexing about that whole deal to me was that in like one hour they made you heavily invested in these characters Mm -hmm. to a way that they couldn't replicate over the rest of the series with the main characters Mm -hmm. and we had way more screen time with the main characters i i liked uh i liked joe and ellie but yeah i I guess not she grew on me as as deeply fleshed out as them I like that I Ellie, like, we've talked about this, and she looked like a goober, was actually kind of effective, you know? I, uh, yeah, she didn't look like a hot little 12-year-old you want to fuck. She looked like <laughs> yeah. one of them ugly well, My dick wasn't hard, so I was angry at first. But, no, <laughs> but the, then uh, I thought, oh, that's artistic. Bella, Bella actually, Ramsey at cool. first. No, Bella Ramsey, I was, I was stoked when I saw her because I liked her in Game of Thrones. And then I was like, oh, mm-hmm. cool. But then like the first two episodes that she was in, I was like, eh, I don't know. It's like kind of, it was kind of getting annoying where it's like, oh, I'm the edgy teen. But I think that like uh, it pays off good. Like, I, I don't know. I really well, liked Pedro the- Pascal too in that show. I thought he ruled. And then in episode well, three, edgy, it was fun. Edgy seeing- teens are annoying, you know? Well, yeah, so, but that's the thing. Yeah. And like, and I understand that too, but I'm like, it to me, I'm always like, is it a negative that I feel like it should have been done in a way where... It's like I'm I'm enjoying that I'm annoyed at her. I'm not actually right. annoyed. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but the way that they also, even in episode three of Last of Us, the way that they introduced like Pedro Pascal and that character, and you got to like see, like it gave nod to like, oh, this is why he left all that stuff for him and stuff. And you kind of see like, like his respect is earned, but Pedro Pascal is like barely in the episode. It just mm-hmm. is, uh, it's like, yeah, that's how you can tell it's like a fucking powerful thing. It's like, oh, we're with these people for one episode and they like are a huge standout for the whole series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I liked it. I, I made a video on my second channel talking about why I thought it was so good. And Jesus Christ, dude, it's like impossible to please fucking anybody, though. It's like uh, video game people were like, they deviated too much from the story. And then like, there's times where people are like, oh, well, they've, they stayed too much on the story. So it's like, why did you even make it? It's like, there's no fucking winning with anything. Like That's, I was, I was legitimately surprised when I saw people were like, this sucks. I thought, I've always thought that was a stupid fucking argument. Like the idea that this, this tracks too closely to the video game. So why make it? Well, obviously because not everyone's into video games and they're yeah. only going to accept this story from this medium. Well, it's funny too, because like when you said that, even people were like, there's hardly any, uh, like parasite people or whatever the fuck they're called in the game. Um, the zombies or whatever, they're hardly even in the show. And I'm like, probably because in the, in the game, 
you interact and you shoot them and stuff like that. And like, there's world building. If the whole thing was like, then you'd get into like cringy walking dead territories where it's like, this is all just like fluff. And then like also the moments where they are there, it's 10 times more fucking impactful. And it feels like way more of a threat. If we saw them all the time, then they would like lose all of the weight and like severity of like danger that they have. You know what I mean? So it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just was, I was so annoyed by that comment. I was just like, God, who gives a fuck? Also, there's so much great like dialogue going on and stuff. And also a lot of them too. It was like the shots were from the game. Like they, they paid homage to the game in a good way. It's just, people are just so fucking nitpicky and want to hate shit. And you know, don't get me wrong. I say I hate shit all the time and I'm a nitpicky fuck too. Yeah, we we firmly fall into that camp like completely. (laughs) I think, I think a lot of times though, to be fair, and I will, you know, and I could be wrong and people are probably going to bitch at me anyway, but I do feel like if something is legitimately good, we say it's good. And I feel like the only times that we ever bitch about stuff is because we're actually disappointed by things. And I think it's like, you know, just cause we don't, we don't just let things slide. I mean, like also I can sit down and watch something and be like, this is bad and I'll still watch it. You know, I can have the context and like the know-how of being like, this is shit and still find enjoyment out of it. So I got to pee real quick. Sorry, boys. Hunter, you were making some sort of connection with Watto from Star Wars. I, what are you saying? <laughs> What? Who's Watto from Star Wars? Which one's that? Don't pretend you don't know who Watto from Star Wars is. <laughs> Who's that guy again? Is that, <laughs> is that is that an alien of some kind? I'm legitimately going. Oh yeah, okay. You should have just. I, I never remember the names. If you just would have said the the Anakin's pimp or whatever, I would have remembered. <laughs> you want a night with this boy? Anakin. I do like how pimp. George Lucas was like, "All right, so I went. I want him to feel." Like he's kind of money grubby. Do you think, right, do you so think he was having tensions with the studio and he decided to add another character last minute? So it's, no. his, it's his character. It's his I imagine motto. he had all the freedom in the world. I think he's just so fucking stupid that he's like, <laughs> I want them to feel like it's kind of like they're Chinese dick diplomats. And it's like, oh, the Toledo Federation is a very crazy deal. Or whatever. And he's like, oh, I, I want this to feel kind of like island kind of like almost a Rastafarian Jar Jar Binks. So let's make his ears look like dreads. And he's it's just like the it's like him being like perfect. It's like our okay, own little- now this this alien's uh he's a real penny pincher. So yeah. let's give him a giant nose. Yeah. I, it's the guy I, there's this mechanic that's in like you know, Bushwick, Brooklyn, that I talked to, and he was a real money grabber. Let's, let's have him in here. <laughs> All right, Andy, so you doing this deal? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, looking at, every time I talk, think of Star Wars Episode One, though, I just fucking, I, the pod racing scene, I'll tell you what, the best design to ever come out, and anybody can fight me on this, the best design to ever come out of Star Wars is Sebulba. I love Sebulba. I love him. I don't know. I like how he walks on his he walks on his arms. I like his like goggles too. He's like such a little dick. I love him. Yeah, he was cool. I liked how he was a little dickhead too. Throwing the yeah, he was a fucking little his, pompous yeah. prick. Also, he had the he, he he had the cool. Of course, you did. He's the bad so, guy. So so glad we I like died. beautiful little yeah, blonde hair. I want go Anakin. Beat him. Go. Burn. Go, go, go Anakin. Go. <laughs> You'll get your freedom. <laughs> Dude, Sebulba had the, the coolest looking pod racer. I loved how big his motors were on the front of him. So sick. Yeah. 
Dude, that was a, that was, those part those pod things were such a sick. I love like the pink lightning that holds the motor together, or it's like the battery. Mm-hmm. That, I always thought like, that was a really cool design. Clearly, like extremely talented. Obviously, was working on this, so it makes it with even the, sadder. With the designs, yeah. Just yeah, with mm-hmm. the designs, like because the pod races are just fucking awesome. I love all the folly that they did for them too. Like it's kind of like when it goes by. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The way that they have the mm-hmm. engines go. <laughs> that shit's so yeah. sick. Well, yeah, and also to be fair, the F one sounds of like the the speeding car kind of. Oh yeah, it's like they they took that and they added like a weird reverb, almost like a torquing reverb to it or something, and it just yeah. like yeah, it's it was fucking sweet. But I said, and like man, I remember I would get so fucking hard as a little kid being like seeing that fucking hat, like the 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 arcade machine of the speed racer, and you could actually sit in Anakin's uh, like pod uh, racer thing. I always saw it from afar, but never, never Daddy, got to sit in it. Please, Daddy, me please. No, Tommy, we can't. We can't. <laughs> no, but why? Tommy. All of my friends. Because it's racy, Tommy. It. What's racist mean? <laughs> get out of here, Tommy. You don't need any of this. Did you guys ever have? Did you ever have an N64 growing up? Hell yeah, dude. That's all, you, that's why I had pod races on. Okay, so you did have. Uh, I was gonna say if you had the pod races game, that shit was intense. I remember, Mate, like, I, what, though, I remember clutching my teeth. Anytime I anytime I hear children online and like people are making fun of them when they're on voice chat and kids are like clearly upset and crying and like screaming into their mic, they're like, stop it, stop! You know, they're doing that kind of stuff into the mic. Yeah. That was me playing like pod racer back in the day, like losing to computers. <laughs> like in my room, my dad's like, what the fuck are you doing in here? Like, I press like the reset button on my console. <laughs> Just really fighting my demons. Yeah, the the sequel is fucking awesome, dude. You got to like really customize your pod racer. I don't think I've even oh, I know the sequel. What what, what, what console was that on? That was on PS2. Oh yeah, I, I definitely didn't play that one. That was fucking tight. You got to like upgrade your pod racer and everything. Mm-hmm. All right, no. well sorry everyone. <laughs> well, I'm looking. No it up, else, sorry, no one else got to play the game. Star Wars Racer Revenge. Well, sucks to be you. Star Wars Racer Revenge. Even the they, they, had, they had some pretty good, uh, they had some pretty good remakes back in the day. God, I wish I was a child again. Uh, you know what? That's a, that's a kind of a yeah. shitty cover, isn't it? Yeah. I have to, I have to see if I play this. I wonder if this is on Steam. There's just no. You can't go back to games like that. At least I can't. Well, no, you can. I can. I love keep the PS2. Keep it perfect in my head. You know, keep it out yeah. in my head. I played. I've played F Zero X and Star Wars Racers on Allison's Switch. And I've played, I've like blanked. And I looked at the fucking clock and it was like two hours. And I was like, holy shit. I had to put it down. F-Zero X keeps you intact though because the music is so good. Yeah. Final lap. <laughs> I was like, dude, the drawings they had of the racers up in the corner were so good. Also like the little robot guy that does three, two, one. And it starts the things off. I would just remember always gisberging out because I didn't know if I was supposed to or not supposed to drive on the pink strips. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, is this bad? Like, yeah. <laughs> is this good or is this bad? Am I supposed to be doing this or not? Yeah, that used to shit me up. I don't dude, play I, this I, anymore. I fucking hate my kid self, dude. I, I'm looking at this this poster. <laughs> I just brought back all these memories. Look at this fucking poster that they had back in the day. I'm pretty sure this came with the sealed game. How sick is that? I don't have that, that is anymore. A sick poster. Isn't that fucking awesome? Yeah, it's tight. What's what? Why do you make you hate your kid self? Well, because I d- didn't hold on to it. 
Oh, like it's just shit where you're just like, oh, the, yeah, and you just crumble it up and throw it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the Damn fucking right. character art that they had in the game though was so good. Like just the character selection thing, you had to kind of like click on it and zoom in or whatever. But I always thought it was cool that they had just like 2D oh, good art. I just thought it was so sick. That's a lot of characters too. Yeah, no, they're all. I, I thought all of the uh, all of the racing, like the the designs of like the actual pods and stuff, were really fun. I mean, here these are a couple here. Oh, this is cool. I wonder if there's an F Zero art book because it looks like there's a bunch of like concept stuff. Very, very uh, Thunderbirds vibes. Oh, extremely. Yeah. I mean, this is like this is probably. I know the original one came out in the eighties. I think so. Because I think the first one came out on Super Nintendo. Do you uh? <clears throat> do you ever? I don't know about your dad because he's a cretin, but do you ever have like things your dad really likes that you look at and you're like, how the fuck does anyone ever like that? And then think, what's that going to be our, our generation's version of? What's your son going to look at and be like, wow, you like this shit? Yeah, Hot Wheels and Trains. My dad fucking loved Hot Wheels and Trains and tried to get us to get into them. Yeah, so oh my, dad God. Just like, my dad, my dad just likes cigarettes and beers. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that might. That might I think my dad like, he likes, he, he, he's like Metallica and yeah. shit. All that kind of stuff. I think it was like cassettes and shit, like just metal cassettes and that kind of stuff. I know he like loved Master of Puppets and he loved, uh, he liked the Ride Lightning, Master of Puppets, and he loved fucking uh, Shout Out the Devil, Motley Crue. His like favorite song was Helter, the Helter Skelter cover they did. You you had a cool dad. Well, that, you had the kind of yeah, dad that wasn't the, wasn't that wasn't the question. What what was uh, the stuff bad. he liked that you didn't like? Sounds like Apparently he's just nothing. a straight shooter. Yeah, nothing. It sounds like he's just awesome. I think my dad the best dad of all to three just of like us. these things. He goes <laughs> <laughs> just like you're gonna like this. I don't like beer. I remember my one time I was at the Chiefs game with my dad, and he's like, "You tried this beer," and I was like, "I don't really want to." And he was like, "Just take a sip of it. Be a man." And I took like a sip of it and I was like, like about to fucking gag because I thought it was so gross. And I was like, yeah, tastes good. And he said, don't tell your mom I gave you a sip of it. I mean, it's like one sip. I went home and I immediately went to my mom. I'm like, dad, have me drink beer. And he was like, what? what? <laughs> and she was like, <laughs> like freaked out on him. <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't know. I just felt guilty. Oh, Ooh. dude. I'll tell you this, this how pathetic I was. Um, I desperately wanted to see the Fellowship of the Ring, but my dad thought it was too dark for me. And so, oh, really? I, yeah, he was sort of in cinema and he thought it was too dark for me, but I wanted to see it so bad. And so I went and watched the video, the VHS of it with my cousin at his house. And I remember going home and like crying because I had betrayed my parents' trust and telling them that I watched it and really loved <laughs> <Aww>. it. <laughs> I liked it. It was so good. I did it, I liked it. I liked it again. I liked it. But the only the only movie my mom and dad never let me watch is uh, the only movie they never let me watch was uh, Freddy Got Fingered. It was the only one they ever did. Oh, I watched that when I was younger. That wasn't too dark for me. <laughs> I like that's I like how that's your barometer. That one wasn't too dark for me. My yeah, dad sat fine. us down and made us watch Fellowship. I remember it was like the middle of the day. I was playing Bionicles or something. My mom made me watch. Away. The only movie my mom ever made me watch was Super Size Me. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't stick, huh? I remember immediately after I watched it, I was like, "Fuck, I would love some McDonald's." <laughs> Do you right know what now. I could really go for right I now? I would absolutely kill for McDonald's right now. <laughs> Rock and roll McDonald's. Rock and roll McDonald's. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Yeah, I did. <laughs> did your did your papa ever? Probably not, because America you can't walk too much. But um, my dad. I remember my dad used to on Fridays like walk us up to the sweet shop, or Saturdays walk us up to the sweet shop in the village. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe not. No, we kind don't of have sweet shops. I have uh-huh. traveled to places with sweet shops, so I can kind of imagine. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, this this fairy tale land. Yeah, no, I guess I guess if no one can sweet shops and dragons and so we took a jaunt up the top, the top, the cobblestone for some licorice. I love licorice, dude. Don't be a hater. I really don't like licorice. I've never been a big fan of. I've never understood the appeal to licorice. Really, I liked that licorice we got at Sonosphere, but I don't know if that, that counts. Doesn't count. No, it doesn't. Yeah, count. they still called it that though. Why doesn't it, it count? Big, it was like long it's not, it's not sticks. Licorice, it's like, yeah, it wasn't licorice flavored. They had like sour apple and shit. Mm. Yeah, it's like someone being like, oh, "I'm a big whiskey drinker," and you ask them about it, they're like, "Fireball." You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> Good <see>. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. It's kind of like it's like a cow tail, but instead of the caramel outside or whatever, it's like green, like for apple. Oh, so I, see. I don't even know if it's even related to. Well, what is normal licorice like in the UK? If that isn't it, black, black licorice. You like Twizzlers too, right? Isn't that sort of licorice? No, I mean Twizzlers. Pretend, pretend licorice. I was gonna say, is Twizzlers? I thought, yeah, I I always thought that. I thought Tom liked them though. The the texture is fine. Just everything else about them is like terrible. Uh, Honestly, American sweets are fucking garbage tier. Well, anyways, your dad takes you to the magic licorice market. Yeah, I don't know if this was some weird, uh, perverse thing on his behalf. I don't know if he got a kick out of it, but at the, like, bakery in England, there's this thing. It's like, it's like a, almost like a bread roll kind of deal, but covered in, like, icing. And it's, it's, uh, it's shaped like, it's like a oblong shape. And mm. it's called a sticky willy. Be like, you want to go get a sticky willy? <laughs> Like, yes, father, I would love a sticky willy. That you sounds most keep... divine upon my buds. <laughs> you want to go get a sticky wee wee? Yes, yes, uh, Papa, I do. Me yes, do. Yes, Papa, please, I do. So we go up to the bakery and get a nice sticky willy and maybe some fucking, uh, some yummy sweets. and yeah. A nice sticky willy, yeah. Yeah, please, Papa. Please, Papa, I want a sticky willy. We've kind of lost momentum, haven't we? <laughs> Yeah, well, luckily, this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for watching today. And realize that if you want bonus episodes, if you want more of these conversations, you can go to patreon.com slash cream crew and get weekly bonus episodes. That's right, my friends. Thank you, guys. Love you. Kisses. Bye-bye. Bye.